That'd be an alpha move. It's war. Come for me, I'm coming for you. Yes, hello and good evening. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022, and we just finished watching the 12th episode of Big Brother Canada 10, uh, which featured the Week 5 HOH win and nominations. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jamil Robinson here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, uh, as we're here streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. You might be listening to us on the audio version. How are you two doing tonight, Jeff? uh you know what? Keep my name out your mouth and everything will be okay. <laughs> yes, we're coming off a day after the Oscars, the slap heard around the world. Uh, Will Smith on Chris Rock uh, over a Jada Pinkett Smith uh, joke. Um, uh, but that notwithstanding, we got a Jess HOH. We got Moose and we got Herman on the block. Jamil, how are you tonight? I'm all right. Moose. Moose. I'm all right. Very low He's low. on the block. A little low energy. Yeah, I'm Jamil's quiet for me. Okay, speak up, please. Speak up, please. <laughs> He's working on it. I put it to eleven. Not really, but we're, we're good. We're That's good. There. Yeah, smile. Yeah, good joke. So, so guys, uh, we we were we were last year last Wednesday um, talking about the season. We didn't even get together for Thursday because we're like, what's there to talk about? Kyle went out in a unanimous vote. Um, and uh, he was he was a dead man walking. We knew it on Wednesday. Uh, we knew it on Monday. We knew it a week ago tonight uh, when we did the spoiler section. So we're here. Um, we can have a quick eulogy for for Kyle as he goes out on the unanimous his vote. But what's the point? Like um, this week is interesting. Jen, uh, Jeff, sorry, went winning. Hoh really changed the whole dynamic of the house. I love it. I'm here for it. I actually. Uh, have been really enjoying Jess's HOH as far as the uh, the way it's been being played. Um, I think just some smart questions coming to the house guests' way, and then and then Moose and Herman, man, do they really know not? They don't know how to play the game. I'm sorry, especially Moose. Her, I, I Jabil has different thoughts, but for me, it's like these two guys. Like you gotta, you, you gotta make nice. You gotta, you gotta play the game of it. You can't like literally. Like, they had both had chances to not be on the block tonight, and to be, not, neither of them took it. They were giving, they were being given tickets. Uh, yeah. Is anyone playing actually well? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Um, no. 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 Everyone playing it, terribly. Like the anybody, whole house. Is everyone house. like at, at the most like a C plus for you or? Uh, would you give anybody any bees out i'm kind of enjoying kevin, Ke- kevin yeah kevin seems to be a player that i think is now positioned a lot better than he was and that you know i think he really shot himself in the foot the way he was acting for the first few weeks but we said if he, the more and longer he goes into the game i think the the better he does very true yeah yeah like i thought he, i thought like the clips we saw him tonight were good both of his sessions even when like moose comes to talk to him he's like i totally said your name to jess and he's like i'm yeah. not even mad about this thank you for telling me <laughs> because yeah, you can just awesome. go back to jess and say he told me yeah, yeah. and he's but, like i would definitely put up jess it's like <laughs> he's like perfect <laughs> it's great yeah. uh, this is great for kevin yeah. uh everything's coming up kevin yeah and so uh this whole hoh uh competition itself because basically it was like see you later kyle and kyle screamed something very loud at the top of the stairs on his way out um, thank you baby thank you baby okay and then like gino then we come off of that what was the aftermath of him voting out? And Jace is like, Gino, are you upset? He's like, not at all. I'm super happy. We go to the diary room. Gino's like, I'm happy. He's gone. I can make new friends. I don't have I don't have the, the Kyle shadow hanging over me anymore. Um, which I think is true, it seems to be. And then uh, and then we get the actual HOH competition itself, which ended up being a bunch of former house guests, Jamil, being thrown into the, the secret compartment rooms. We knew there was a bunch of doors in the house that were locked. And this is what they had in mind. They're going to be little uh, dioramas uh, featuring Jensen and Spicy V and Godfrey. And who else did we see? There were five doors, right? Uh, Cindy. Cindy. Cindy with an S. Cindy, Cindy with, with an S. S was there. Yep. And There's five people. And you said Godfrey. Um, yeah. Jetson. Jetson. Spicy V. Uh, wait, is that five? There was Jetson, one more. There was Godfrey. One more. It, was a, it was the guy with the big muscles. Yeah. Um, oh, Champagne and Anthony. Poppy. 
Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Champagne Poppy. He's got even bigger than the last time we saw him. Super swole. Yeah. He was looking. I was like, whoa. And the pipes. Yeah. Runner up of Phoebe Can 7, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then the PAX Bros showed up for Wendy's later on, but that's that's beside the point. Um, they, they, they were looking different, but yeah. So, uh, were you happy to see any of these five back? Were you happy to see them all back? I thought the idea was cool. I thought for, for like a memorize this and then spit out the answers to, to like, you know, questionnaire HOH. I really enjoyed the concept. Canada has a lot of great concepts of like how they're going to work the game a lot better than the States. Do you think this, the the producers of the American one would watch the Canadian one? Because how easy would it be for like them to bring five really famous house guests, put them in like these containers, you know, you know, like you could do this exact same one, the U S show. I hope they do. Uh, because you could have, you know, Doctor Will, you know, you know whoever. Doctor Will ain't coming for that. <laughs> Doctor Will, you, you might be able to get like Cody. <laughs> you right, get Cody. Cody. You'll you get, get um, Victor. Ian will show up. Um, Victor will show get up. Gen City. <laughs> you can probably get Nicole Frenzel. Nicole, Nicole Frenzel. Frenzel. Oh my yeah. gosh, she'd yeah. come back. James you know, Hooling, maybe. Yeah, James Hooling would definitely come back. See, Davon, they would bring back Davon in a heartbeat. They love Davon. Yeah. Davon, yeah, uh, all the seasons played. Devin, Devin not Devin. Devin. I don't think Devin will be brought back. Oh, yeah. they would bring back Devin just to throw him in a room. <laughs> yeah. I would love if they brought back Devin. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> See but Jeff, continue your thought there because you were saying like Canada's got a great concept here, but what was lacking for you in this company? Oh, nothing. Nothing was lacking for me. I, I really enjoyed the fact that. It felt like there was a butt, though. The butt is it's BB Can, and I don't. I haven't watched all these seasons. Like I do, I I didn't watch the brother season a lot. I only watched a little bit of it, and there was one other season, um, season four. So I don't know, forget what season it was, but I, I I barely watched that one too. Like the the Canadian version for me is just got to work a little bit on like how the cast interacts and like the way. I find, and the house layout, the house layout is really bad as far as like big moments occurring. Like, you know, like everything that happened leading to this week with Kyle turning around and doing the fake goodbye or whatever. And the clap, they're like, oh, oh. And then they start clapping. And I was just like, this has to end. Stop it, BB Can, with your clapping and the watching of the person walk up like 10,000 stairs. It's, I know I say it every week, but th- this, this is the one thing that the show could do better. Just re reconfigure the house a little bit, but I did like the house here. Like is how they have a lot more doors on the BB can, you know, it's a bigger set. It's a much bigger set, but uh, make it one level parking lot. <laughs> no stairs, unless you're going up to an HOH room and like the state says it better. Like, you know, where like the upstairs is like literally only like two rooms and like barely anyone's ever up there. You know, I yeah. like the, they could reconfigure things. They have the space to to change it around, but yeah. uh, I don't know if it's likely after ten seasons. Uh, just like in the U.S. version, it's like they they're kind of married to that format or to that that house layout for some reason. Um, and and that aside, uh, just in terms of seeing this, so like uh, of those five people that were in like the secret compartments, Jeff, uh, you knew uh, maybe just a couple of them probably. Uh, but no, the uh, only one I didn't know was the guy with the muscles. Anthony? Yeah. Champagne Anthony. Poppy, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember him, but I do remember the other four players. With the best uh, Canadian alliance of all time. The, uh, what were they called again? Oh, the Pretty Boys. The Pretty Boys, yeah. They, yeah. They, just, they just totally destroyed their season. Like, when you talk yeah. about a dominant, like, alliance season, that's the Pretty Boys. Right, it was Mark basically four guys, Jeff, and their girlfriends, and then every guy had to cut their yes. girlfriend until there was only four guys left. That and was then, a, that was a lot like the cookout. The cookout did the exact same strategy. The the cookout literally like yeah, took the pretty boys strategy. Yeah. But it with a more of a, a little bit of a different twist uh in terms of the dynamics of it. Um but yeah, like so it was interesting to see some of them back. Jetson who was uh, very much on the mind of Summer in this episode. Summer was Summer was uh Summer. she, she Summer. was feeling uh what do we make of summer is summer playing the greatest game the the one of the best connected individuals in the house but yet 
her mentality and her attitude is just so frustrating to watch. Like I'm in 100 agreement with Herman. I don't want to work with her. I don't want to work with her. I can't depend on her that she's going to save me at all. I'm going to be doing all the heavy lifting in terms of like, like consolidating power. So constantly people are going to be taking shots. She's playing both sides. So she's going to be fine. And I'm going to get like, like the buck shots. I'm going to get the, the collateral damage no thank you right right well that's what she basically says i think in a in a diary room session even before the competition was played out she's like i'm i'm i've been happy not to be the ohoh i help pull things from behind the scenes which i think is a good strategy and i think what she has in mind is 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 smart but then like i'm watching this episode tonight and i'm like okay so I, i'm gathering that summer and tynesha and uh herman and moose are seem to be a foursome they, they seem to be an alliance, but maybe not. Like, it just seems like maybe maybe they're two duos that are sort of allied with each other loosely. Um, because it seems like Tynesha and Summer are a pair. And it seems like, I guess, Moose and Herman are a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. Like, so, but they were very... They're just, upset- on, the same, they're just on the same side of the situation, mm-hmm. right? M- Moose is, you know, dealing with what he's uh, wrought in the first couple of... Uh, you know, weeks, but at the same time, everyone's like, oh, that's just Moose, right? They like Moose, but they're like, I don't know where he is in terms of our game, right? He's a gamer, obviously, so no. you would think that him and Herman make sense to pair up because both of them are strong competitors and want to win, right? And have similar mentalities that we're seeing play out, but yet there isn't anything really, like, solid at all. He's more closer to Summer and Tanisha. I mean, um, Herman, which is Either. frustrating for Herman because they can't win or don't win. I think it goes back to what you were like said before, Jamil, where like not, none of these players are playing well, and what like you see like Herman and Moose have all the tools to succeed in this game, and yet they have no idea really how to play the game. But they have so it's, much cockiness to them, like it's uh, off the charts. But yes, okay. Could... See, I disagree with I disagree with that, and I think that Why? you're laying way How too much. How can you disagree on... with me, Jamil? How you're putting too much on their feet and not enough on Jessica's feet? Jessica has a problem. I love Jessica on the mm-hmm. show, but Jessica's problem she cannot communicate properly with with regular folks. She she has a specific way of talking, and it's Kevin a... totally vibes with it. But when she's talking to other people, it's a bit right? demeaning, right? It's not even demeaning. She's not detailing her intentions, right? Effective enough, right? Moose is dumb enough that if you tell him something, he'll be like, yeah, sure. I would totally like to join up with you. But like you talk to Homer a certain way. You don't stamp on his foot and expect him to, to say the lines. It doesn't work. We've seen it not work. Moose is not that type of player, right? You need to drag Moose to water, right? No breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Just like how you telling Betty something and saying keep it in confidence and not expect her to be an awful HR representative and blow up everywhere. Yeah. Don't tell Betty anything about her. Don't tell her anybody said anything negative about her because her reaction will be to immediately attack them and just say, and not even have a conversation with them. Just say, I hate you. I'm mad at you. And I don't even want to talk to you. And then people are like, Hey, can we talk about it? No, I don't even want to hear it. And then she'll <laughs> love them in a few weeks. Like with Kevin, like it's a, it's a repeat of Kevin again here. That um, to me, guys, I don't know if you read it the same way, Jamil, but that to me was, I want to start a fight with you, Moose. Please interact. Say something back that I can use. And, you know, and then when he didn't bite, it was just basically, okay, well, then I'm going to yell at you what I already know. And no, I don't want to have a conversation. You're right, Dave. Like, it, it was basically, like, to the point where it was it, it was kind of, like, um, cringe a little bit to watch. <laughs> He's apologizing. Sorry. I don't want your sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. So, but back to Jamil. I'm still coming back to what you disagreed with me on. Yeah. What did you disagree with me on? <laughs> You don't even know? No, I can't uh, remember. I said that Herman and Moose aren't absolutely cocky. Aren't absolutely cocky. They have a definite belief in their abilities, rightfully so. But the way that Jess talks to people, 
it doesn't vibe with people. You have to understand that you have to change the way you talk to people, like depending on the type of person. You can talk to Kevin a certain way, but you'd have to talk to to Moose a different way. They're not on the they don't vibe the same can, way. Can both things be true, Jamil? What, can, the, can, I never can, said that they're not cocky, but I'm just saying we cannot le- like place all the blame on Herman. Two-way street. Moves, I agree. Right? I don't think I was placing all the blame on Herman. You, I, I, I feel like you were going into the deep end of like blame town. No, I, I, I get this a lot lately. I, I don't know why people think I'm accusatory, blaming people. Or putting them down, but I'm not. I'm simply saying what I'm observing in the episode. And, you say you, uh, you get it very often that people tell you that maybe it's something that you need to work on. Well, how do I do that? I well, I'm not a counselor, nor am I. Um, I'm paid to do so. You should, um, you know, find someone who is willing to help you out in that regard. I, as your friend, will stay with you and cheer you along the way in your road to improve. Well, it's just I, I, I feel like I misunderstood. Which is um, which a lot of well, people Dave. are. I felt very misunderstood yesterday during trivial debates. Check mm. that out. Check that out. There's a plug. <laughs> oh, I uh, plug. Watch it. Yeah, but I get it from Jody a lot too, where he's like, Why, why are you saying that? I'm like, I'm not being negative. I got this pr- impression people think you, I'm negative. You have a point of view and you feel very strongly about it. I don't and... even feel that strongly about it. I'm just saying <laughs> that. Would you just be contrarian then? <laughs> I'm just saying. That. There's a dash that. Of that. I'm just saying that Herman and Moose, their energy, what I'm observing on the show, is very much a, a sense of entitlement. Uh, that uh, they are the alphas, even though we've established they're not. They're actually betas, but and Gino's the true alpha. Yeah. But that they they deserve to be here more. It's this broy mentality okay. that's the, the been believed to be here. I think is misconstrued as well. Right? Everyone has the impression. Because even Betty believes that she uh, deserves to be there, and she's wrong. Moose believes he belongs; he deserves to be there, and he's wrong. Nobody belongs there. You're on a game show, on a stupid-ass game show, yeah, right? That is true. None of you, it's like saying, I deserve to win the lottery. No, you go and buy a ticket, and maybe your your number gets um uh, gets pulled up. There are 20 other Mooses. There's 20 other Bettys. There's 20 mm-hmm. other Hermans in, in like just in their town, probably. Right? No one deserves to be there. So, first thing on that, they're all wrong in that regard. Now, but when why is it always the narrative that we hear every season? Because people have this belief of self-importance. You're not important. Okay. Right. There's people that stand out, yes, Cindy with the Ness and all that jazz and everything like that. But like you ask someone who was voted out before Cindy with an S. You would have to think very long and hard to figure Wasn't that she out. she voted out first? I, I can't even remember. I think she was <laughs> she, voted out first and then twice. she came back. I think she came back. Yeah, she, but like, but. it's like saying who was the third person voted out in BB 18. I don't know. You'd have to <laughs> think about it. There, look, there is, there is a lot of toy soldiers on the field. Okay. You might have a little dent in you and you think you're special, right? But look in the pack. There's a whole bunch of other toy soldiers with dents. You just happen to be on the field at the time. That's all. That's all. Right. But in the conversation tonight where Moose is talking to Jess, Jess, and Moose said, you know, because Jess is like, well, if I don't put you up, then who else should I put up? And Moose throws out Kevin and Betty. And uh, and his rationale is they aren't doing anything. They don't deserve to be here. They're just floating by. But okay. what, what does that mean? What, okay. We hear this a lot. Dave, we hear this. It is so great that you're bringing up that argument because even though we see that come up with Betty later on the episode, get ready for it to come up again in the next episode because okay. it comes up again. It becomes a huge fight. Um, and there's no need for spoiler warners or anything like that. How does that fight start? Summer wants to clear the air between Moose and Betty. It writes itself. Okay. Summer, Summer wants to broker so no, that? Summer, Jessica, Jessica. Because, oh. because Moose says that's not what he said. And Jessica's like, you did say that. But is that what Moose meant? And Moose didn't mean that. Moose meant 
what he really meant was they don't like play into your end game, right? Don't keep them there. They don't deserve to be here for you. They're not okay. going to help you from Moose's that's how he, perspective. That's how he, that's how he sp- spun. I don't think that's what he meant, but that's how he, that's I, what he I says. I definitely he meant. think that's what he meant. Okay. Jeff? Like I, I like I don't think he has anything against Kevin or against Betty. It's just that there's some people there that are going to help you, and some people there that aren't. He thinks that Betty and Kevin aren't. He doesn't know better, right? But mm-hmm. to turn around and say, Betty, you know what Kevin, uh, what um Moose was saying about you—that you don't deserve to be here—that's not what he meant. Uh, I can understand why Jess interpreted it like that. Doesn't mean it's right. No. Uh, okay, but and then on that uh, topic, while we're on it, Moose decides to give that information. We see that she tries to have the same, or they try to have the same conversation with um, Herman. Herman <laughs> is like, "I'm not giving you that information. None of your business." And uh, it, it doesn't go very well. But uh, I think Herman tactically did the right thing more so than Moose did. Um, you know, but neither handled the conversation very well. Really, you thought Herman did. <laughs> I, I felt like Herman was like Olive Branch, right? But he did a terrible job of doing it, right? He 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 put the wrong end of the olive branch to the person. And right. Jessica's like, what am I gonna do with this? Herman was like, he took the olive branch and whipped her hand with it. It's like, don't, don't reach out for me. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Jessica's I, like, hand, no, no. <laughs> I felt like Herman was playing like he was going through the motions throughout the whole episode like it was like oh you know come up here and talk to me all right i appreciate you you know just tell me that i'm probably going up but in code and then he gets told directly he's going up and then he he's like well i'm not giving you anything and you know you are going to put me up he already accepted it after the like the challenge basically that he was going to go up this is the type of stuff where it's just like do do you not know how Big Brother works? Like you, you don't just accept your fate. You know something might change. It's a long week. Like a lot can happen. You know this is the type of stuff where I think Dave's kind of referring to. Uh, it, to me, is that they do have this self um, entitlement that if well, it just wasn't my one of my players, and you know, so so then you know, I'm gonna have to just like take the bullet, and it's just like, well, then no one wants to watch that number one. People want to watch players fight and actually play strategically and actually think about the game instead of just go, ah, oh, well, you know, he feels like I'm just gonna have to win out. It's like, no, there's yeah. you have other tools in the toolbox, don't there's, just like yeah. think that diplomacy doesn't work. There was a very telling moment for me tonight after the competition was over and Jess had won. And we get, we get like this, this um, moment in one of the bedrooms, it's Tynesha and summer. And I think eventually Herman is there. And uh, I can't remember Moose is there for that part, but basically like Tynesha is, is saying like, I just hate that. I'm going to have to like basically be nice to Jess this week or going to have to kiss up, kiss her uh, their butt. Uh, and, uh, you know, because I think they look at Jess and Betty and Kevin for that matter, and many others. And we see this in a lot of seasons and Jess talks about it in her diary room tonight where, you know, it's a lot like high school and there's the popular kids that they're certain people are beneath them. They are not worthy of like, they are lessers to them. That's how I'm interpreting it. Uh, and I, and, and, uh, I think there's, you can disagree with me if you want, but Tanisha and Betty are, are part of a group, but that's okay. Well, maybe not Betty, but definitely Jess. Yeah, but Jessica herself says that she yeah. hasn't connected with people. She's on an well, island, right? And I think right. that's it. I'm not putting all the blame on her, but she needs to also accept some responsibility in terms of that as well. Oh, she I does think... in the episode. She literally says, "Like, oh, now it's time for them to come talk to me." Like, and she, I think she admits that she kind of has a hard time bonding with these people, and they're kind of all bonding on their own. And now she she gets she gets the power, the one thing she needs to get people to actually start playing the game. And in that way, she really kind of blew it. You know, uh, you could say like yeah. she. What, what, this house, though, Dave and Jamil, is not. It's not glue. It's shards of glass, and yeah. when they come together, they just rub and scrape, and like, like the, there's nothing bringing them together as a 
group where they actually trust each other and want to play a game together. They're all kind of like free agents in a in a it's like Royal Rumble. I think yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm watching Big Brother Royal Rumble. Well, that's a good thing in theory, I think, because then it's more fluid of a game and and the alliances are shifting and moving around. And I think that's ultimately what I want. I don't want to see people be entrenched in their alliances for the entire game either. Like I'd like to see some some different dynamics at play here. But uh, and I, I I do understand what you're saying about Jess. I think that Jess has weaknesses as a big brother player. Absolutely. Uh, Jess's communication style, not the best. I would mm. not be want to be friends with Jess in real life, really? quite frankly. Really? Um, cool I, th- me, I, th- I think I think you two would get along. Well, maybe, but everything I'm watching on the show is giving me the wrong vibe um, because right. Jess gives me this this sort of condescending. I know better than you. Uh, in every kind of way well the one one thing she did say today which i thought was funny guys was when she's like uh herman you're a relatively smart enough person so i'm not gonna try and bullshit you it's just like uh you're just relatively. saying <laughs> you don't want to bullshit everything's relative Everything, yeah right she's like you're relatively smart so like you know i'm not gonna bullshit it's like what you're like no what everyone is refusing to play the game it's pretty frustrating to watch but it's a it's like watching a car car crash yeah you know it really yeah. is it's it's hard to look away but, yeah, but at are, the same are, time are we, are we all in agreement that the worst player is betty yes i'd say betty and a moose is pretty bad too like moose uh. is a bad player like he could be not good and still like he could do better you could be looked at as like you know what he has a chance to win a competition he can like hold power yeah like he can be an asset what is betty doing betty is getting mad at people betty is a potential great goat that's what betty is that's her strategy it's it's just like oh we're just pulling for betty to win and it's just like folly after folly like summer's excuse is like oh there were some hot guys so one i was i wasn't i was trying this time but you know if i see a hot guy i'm sorry i'm just gonna (laughs) what can i do it it seems like she's playing the um the horn dog dude (laughs) like you you've seen in pop culture for like forever and a day is like i saw the girl man she was hot (laughs) <laughs> what can yeah. i do man summer a little bit thirsty there uh it, but on the other hand like she doesn't really need the power summer like summer um you know i think uh there is something to be said about let let jess get the blood on her hands uh and get out a guy this week right because um uh, summer says in, in their in their confessional i'd like to see um more of these guys go these big alpha guys and if i don't have to be the one to send them out then even better for me for demand them the man the man them the 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 madams or whatever no, the mad dems okay i don't know how to say it but it's okay man dems man dams that's the girls <laughs> alliance betty yes. summer helena tanisha yes and then there's a the sibling um alliance which is jessica included in that and i believe no betty i'm not i can't remember who is missing from that. What value does Betty bring to an alliance? She's a number. (laughs) She's a number and the easiest one to put on the block. Later on. Yeah. So anytime. Anytime. Because no one who's who's Betty's who's Betty's like number one? Um, Who's Betty most close to in the house? Summer, I guess. Summer? Summer would like is not loyal to her. Definitely, but <laughs> just <laughs> I love Jessica's that. number one is Kevin, but Kevin has Kevin, a yeah, bunch that of was funny tonight. And then well, Kevin had that session tonight when he goes to talk to Jessica uh, Jess in the HOH. And he's like, "What do you need from me this week? Oh, how can I help you the most?" Uh, I like the diary room. Where he's like, uh, uh, "I'm Jess's number one, but Jess is not mine. But I don't want them to know that." So, um, so I thought that Kevin actually played everything great like I, I like the way kevin is playing this game i think he's yeah, actually doing good we can say he's not an a plus for no. sure but is he on the better end of this game like in hey, terms of strategy hey if you're if you're a b student but you're still top of the class you're still valedictorian man belker yes. 79 <laughs> is a good grade yeah, yeah. still valedictorian <laughs> if you're top of the get class. degrees <laughs> 
Um, What about the whole thing with Summer today where she was like, Herman, he thinks he's with us, but I don't really care about Herman. (laughs) And then Herman is angry at at Summer in in some of his diary rooms where he's like, come on, Summer, I need you to win some competitions because I can't. Yeah, stop thinking about men. Stop thinking about Jetson there. uh, (laughs) You know, what's Jetson got that I don't got? Um, Height, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Height, hairstyle. Uh, yeah. personality um although oh, he was I... kind of he was a kind of a wet blanket jetson uh, jetson yeah Jetson was pretty of a wet blanket. yeah, yeah. Herman's got a he was more of a wet ranges. but he's not very like i don't know i don't find as an audience member wanting to like him i find he his energy is very um standoffish as like in a way that like I, like I don't know, like adversarial, like when he's yeah. in the DR room and stuff. And it's just like, dude, like, why can't you? You need to talk to the audience and explain your from your personality what you're doing in the game. And exactly like, and I find with him, it's just his tone is kind of a little like n- hard Herman, to connect Herman? with. Herman? Yeah. You mean yeah, Herman, yeah, yeah, Herman specifically. Moose is much better. I I can see where Moose is coming from. He explains it better to us. Um, but with Herman, it's like, ah! You know? And I just get to a point where I can only take so much of his uh, forceful energy toward you. So I try to kind of like, I'm like, I kind of want Herman to go because I'm just kind of tired of yeah. watching him. Herman gives me the vibe that he's the type of dude to go, let's cut cards to see who pays the check. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I, I feel why? like... Yes. I, we I, could just I, split I, it. Why, why are we doing that? It's like, nah, man, it'll be cool. It's cool. Like, everything has to be a competition. Every, like, he has to, he has to, he has to prove he's mm-hmm. alpha, which is why he's a beta. He's a total beta. Maybe a Charlie. Could be a, a, maybe a Delta. <laughs> It, it just it it reeks of desperation to prove, right? Which which is why he comes across so poorly. Like he's trying to prove. Moose is just dumb a lot of the times, mm-hmm. right? But he's dumb in when he's quiet and he's communicating. It's like almost endearing, right? Right. right. Oh, is, huh? oh, go ahead. annoying. Yeah, it's, it's just annoying. like. Dude, so dude, true. this is a this is a six moment. Why are you still at nine? Read the room. Yes, it's a. Uh, I thought, I thought like uh, what's uh, her name, Mary Marianne on Survivor. Yeah. Hey like, guys, <laughs> here's Marianne. And Marianne's at an eleven. Oh her mod's God. like at a nine all the time. He's like a constant nine. I will give him a ten. He's not that out. Here's I'm throwing a comp, man. I'm throwing a comp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about some of the other house guests we haven't really mentioned tonight too much because they weren't in the episode too much. I want to touch on Josh, uh, who almost won this HOH tonight and then didn't. Yeah. The, the the guess about how close. many balloons were in that veto, like that annoyed was, me. That those uh, guesses. I'm like, I don't know. Like, who, she put who? she put two hundred or she put four hundred. She put two hundred. Jason Lynn. Uh, I agree. I hate when they run out of questions. It's just like you're you eventually you're gonna get down to like a final three. Just like come up with five more questions. Someone's gonna get wrong or whatever, you know. Have yeah. twenty in the hopper, you know. The whole chalkboard thing. When you're not on a live show, what's the point of a tiebreaker in that right. format? You right. Know? That was kind of my feeling on it. Or unless they taped it, realized that they couldn't fit it in the time that they wanted to, and just Maybe. said, you know what, we're just gonna we're just gonna cut it for time. Because the awesome. ending of last episode just felt kind of weird too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and like, uh, so I, I, I'm glad that Josh didn't win this because I don't know if I wanted to see what Josh would have done this week. Uh, that wasn't necessarily interesting to me. And JC Lynn, same kind of thing. I wasn't interested too much to see. She her just win. wants to keep Gino safe. She's yeah. like, as long as Gino's safe and that I can bastard. make out Gino. Um, that bastard Gino, he screwed me in that vote. Oh, he didn't? Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, so, <laughs> and then she slits on his lap immediately. Oh, he won HOH? Okay, great. Right. Like, uh, there was th- that moment, th- that moment just made her look so bad, in my opinion, where she's like, oh, I'm not mad at you anymore. And then she just sits on his lap. And, like, all I expected was for him to go like this and just start petting her. 
<laughs> like, good job, good job. Oh, oh, oh. Just scratching. It's, it just it just seemed like, you know, show a little decorum, man. It's like, okay, I'm like be a little independence. Like she just mm-hmm. immediately like, oh, we're still good. Crap. Klingon. Klingon. Yes. Uh, uh what about Marty? <laughs> Marty. Lord. So Marty was like, we only really saw, we saw him tonight was just kind of after Jess won the HOH, and Marty's like, look at you, you've come so far. I'm so proud of you, Jess. Um, Je- Marty was the most happy, I thought, for uh, Jess winning. And I think that this is an important thing too. I think when you're in the house, in terms of strategy, I think like if you sh- if you're shown to be kind of miserable that someone won the HOH, especially Jess, who's going to be kind of looking around for that, I think that that's a tactical error. I think like that, that you know, like it just reinforces Jess's decision to put up these two tonight. You know, like what what did she like? They had to lose, really. You know, so it's um. I can't see any point like the whole thing where like back to that point earlier where Tanisha and Summer, they're like, Oh, I just hate that. I'm going to have to be nice to Jess this week. They didn't specifically said going to be nice. to. No, they didn't. They They just just made a face. I don't know. I don't know. Of having to suck up to people. Right. Who are HOH that aren't in their alliance. So (laughs) Herman, should have at that time is like well the best way to solve that is for us to win power that's a good way where you don't have to suck up to the hoh but he's the only one who's interested in doing that really out of yeah um tanisha and summer if that's a trio i guess her mom was trying to make it into something Mm -hmm. uh and then who else have we not we talked about kevin a bit we talked about tanisha a bit jacelyn putting in some work or jessica putting in some work with jacelyn yeah we saw that tonight like not bad uh and then helena was a ghost in this episode we didn't see (laughs) next episode just wait oh yeah we'll see we'll see they they've been editing her out of of everything so why is helena not entertaining i guess not they rather just put it on summer instead Narratively, it's, it, it worked better with Summer as the brain, you know, the person behind the Kyle, you know, vote because she's more of a charismatic narrator. Yes, uh, she's going to be more present and more involved with the storylines. Helena's like on her own by herself um, in majority of the scenes, but she is working with some people. Yeah, I, I I'm. They clearly love Summer, and Summer has a charisma to her. But um, I think he, I can get a little, too, you know, I can get a little too much Summer. Uh, you know, I love Summer. This summer, I'll stay indoors. <laughs> yeah, some okay. sunblock. Sunblock. Um, okay, and then what do you got? Just before we get into maybe the spoilers and finding out what we can learn uh, coming up to the when- to Wednesday. Um, the whole the whole actual ceremony itself, right? Um, and the fact that uh, Herman and uh, and Moose did these like kind of I don't know dances or whatever you want to call them on the way to the seats, um, which uh, Jess described as a complete mockery of the nomination process. As a super fan, I felt insulted. I feel justified. Uh... I didn't feel I didn't feel insulted. Uh, I'm not. I, I don't know if I'm in super fan uh, category or not. Uh, but Jeff, were you insulted by uh, Moose and Herman's actions in the ceremony? Oh, I thought that was a little over the top. Um, they're allowed to do whatever they want. Like as far as like, like which, I don't understand. I thought that was a little condescending. I was like, they can act however they want during the ceremony. They don't need to. That's part of the show. It's a show. Yeah. And also, you're putting them out to leave. They're supposed to be good little soldiers and just, like, you know, walk in a straight line and sit down and, you know, stand at attention. Like, it doesn't work that way. People are going to react however they react. Right? Right. And, um, yeah, that's... We can... We could talk more about that when we get to spoilers. I have a question for a question sure. for you. We haven't brought it up this season. These Harvey's deci- these sorry, Wendy's decisions, right? Uh, what is what is your ideal order, Dave? Oh, the Wendy's, you mean, not Harvey's. Wendy's. Yeah, I corrected myself. Wendy's. What is your ideal? What What are you ordering from Wendy's? Yeah. Uh, I would 
probably get something keto friendly. So I would probably get uh, a <laughs> Your burger big potatoes. without a salad, a burger and a salad, I guess. Like no bun. Well, I get chicken. They do chicken. It's breaded though. I'm sure you can get the grilled. I don't know. Yeah, you can get grilled. Grilled, grilled, grilled uh, Caesar salad chicken, maybe. Okay. What, uh, what, are, you get, what are you drinking with? What are you drinking and what's your side? Because if you're having Caesar salad with chicken as your main, what's your side? What's your drink? I might get the chili. Okay. Uh, and uh, I might uh, I probably get like a Diet Coke or something. You'd probably be the only person to actually order that order on the Big Brother. <laughs> You're like, what? We have everything else except that. So Dude like, wants you know, a custom order. <laughs> you don't want a Baconator? You know, it's like, I might get a Baconator. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, no, I wouldn't get a Baconator either. No way. A, what would you get, Jamil? Um, I see, no, I get the Dave's Juicy. You get the spicy chicken? Is that what you're getting? No. Asiago, um, Asiago Chicken. Asiago um, Chicken Club Ranch? Yep. Yeah, I can't um, beat it. Uh, with uh, uh, medium fries, I don't really need a lot of fries. No. Extra large strawberry lemonade. Um, my side, what can I say? I like their chicken nuggets. It's simple. It isn't overtly over the top. It, it isn't like McDonald's casings. And it isn't no. like Burger King's weird tasting, you know, meat product. Um, they do pretty good with chicken. Uh, Wendy's, I think their chicken is much superior than their burgers. I never think about the the Wendy's nuggets ever. Uh, I, like, yeah. I, I think Burger King. I think of their nuggets before Wendy's. I don't like having my sh- fair share of experience with nuggets. Um, I think that um, Wendy's is slept on. Honestly. You know what I think is slept on? Uh, Popeyes, a hell of a chicken. When you go in there, you get some Popeyes. Yeah, it's good style. You know, I don't normally go there, but when you do go there, you're like, dang, it's good stuff. Benny Graves would agree with you. He yeah. loved his. Uh, he, there was a whole period where Benny would only eat once a day because that's all he would basically afford. He always went to uh, Popeyes. Really, and he got the biggest meal he could get at Popeyes, basically, and that's a. It's cheap, and you get a lot of food. No, not a Wendy, not a Mary Brown's person. Mary Mary Brown's? That's good too. I like both of them. He, he would good. go to Mary the Brown's tater. occasionally. They're, the they're not far from each other, actually, around the, here. The taters not the best. You know? Really, I like the taters a lot. Yeah, no, I don't. Taters I've gotten great. them. I love the tater. Like, I love the idea of a tater, but mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of their taters. Okay. Um. So that's how I feel about that. Uh, Jamil, I would get the. Uh, I probably do the double bacon deluxe, no pickle. Okay. 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 So, um, drink inside. Drink inside. Uh, I would probably do. Yeah, Sprite. Hmm? Medium. I don't need a large. Medium's good. Um, side. Give me the chili. I go with the chili. chili? Too. Man, chi- I'm I'm surprised. I was expecting a baked potato amongst the two of you. I would. I might not say I'm not a big. I don't like uh, like you know when they do the baked potato with the works. I'm not a big fan. It's a lot. N- not the works. I've, I've never been a fan of the works actually. I'm. I don't think I've ever ordered a baked potato from Wendy's. It's in my life. Like. It's okay. This wouldn't occur to me. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it. I, uh, I just, yeah, Dave, I think you can safely say that the people who are in the baked potato category aren't really going to be storming the castle walls. They're coming for <laughs> me. You came for our baked potatoes, and then we came for you, Mater. And that's the last <laughs> you'll be disparaging our potatoes. Uh, Mater's made fun of the taters. Mater's the- taters. Yeah. There's taters. It's like it's like Jada Pinkett's uh, hair. It's like uh, I'm gonna get get the slap from Wendy herself. Too or soon, Dave. Too, Too soon? soon. Too soon. Okay. Too soon. Uh, well, let, let on that note, maybe we could uh, segue over to our spoiler section. Uh, okay. Mary Bass saying Popeyes is the best spicy chicken. Mary Bass knows. She's going on the record. It's good stuff. You get, you get the spicy. You get the regular chicken. The nuggets there. I you talking about nuggets, Jamil? Popeyes nuggets. They don't really have nuggets. It's it isn't like really popcorn, nuggets. Chicken, don't they? Or? No, the popcorn. It's it isn't. It's like actual like chicken pieces. They call it, it a nugget. Yeah, but, but it's really chicken pieces. Right. It's better than a nugget. It's real chicken. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's fair to compare the two. I think mm. the description is off. They should just say chicken. The, they're all called nuggets, technically. Technically. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just I just I don't I don't feel it's fair. It's a, not a fair fight. You're right. Yeah, yeah. 
it is curious to me that Wendy's is the sponsor of this whole segment, where it's like maybe a more uniquely Canadian brand like Harvey's might. Uh, Harvey's don't want to spend that money. Harvey's don't pay. <laughs> Harvey's don't pay. <laughs> Everyone knows Harvey doesn't pay. That's yeah, how that's we a... continue to get it our way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Next thing you know, they start advertising, and then all of a sudden, it's like I can't get pickles on the side. This is blasphemy. Look, Harvey's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and, right. Is Lick still around? Is Lick still no, a thing? Licks is done. You, Harvey's, you can only put, get, Harvey's put him out of business. You can only get Licks like the burgers, like in like stores. Okay. Yeah, I, then no I, restaurant. Seen, I have not seen them in a long time, so I don't even know if they're still around. I can't. I imagine that there's a couple locations, maybe, but who, who's maybe. to say? Um, anyway, we've talked about food for too long, guys. We need to go to the spoilers uh, section of the show, and we're going to be talking about what's coming out, who won the veto, what the renoms may or may not be, uh, if we can get into that. What ha- what's going on with Helena and more conversations, and we're going to get into that uh, shortly. But if you don't want to know, and you're dropping off here, uh, check out our coverage later this week of Big Brother Canada 10, as we'll be covering. Uh, there's got double eviction, guys, this Thursday. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Like, a double eviction is always fun, as long as it's not some weird double eviction with some kind of... Unless it's a fake one, because it's April 1st. Oh, they, oh I could totally see them do that. <laughs> totally um, <laughs> don't, don't give them the idea, Jamil. Uh, and so uh, we'll be back uh, later this week to talk about that. Also, check out on Wednesday night. We're, we're continuing to cover Survivor Season 42 here on the channel. Uh, that's uh, I think we're coming up to Episode 4. Um, the Vibe of the Tribe will be the episode on Wednesday. And also check out our other uh, playlists, including Marvel Cinematic Universe content. We talked about other Netflix series, including The Serpent and Tiger King. Uh, we've been looking at some um, um, dramatic things like uh, Ozark and uh, and others. So check out all that in our channel. Plus uh, our other channels, Live Long and Podcast and Super Made or and Trivial Debates and different things. But on that note, we need to get into the spoilers. And I'm going to go down to my Ruafu and bring him in. And if you're joining us, uh, leaving us now, uh, what are you waiting for? What do you get out of here? Uh, but stay with us if you'd like, because there's some great things coming. Oh, and I need to jump over to here to get my spoiler alert and play the sound. Where is he? <laughs> That's right. Uh, throw on the spoilers and bring back our brand. And there we go. Okay. So, um, veto ceremony occurred, and the winner is. It's Herman. Herman. It's Herman. Where's his theme song? <laughs> Herman. Um, what was the theme song to Cadillac Man, the Robin Hood? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the closest thing I. Yeah. I am a top five best car salesman in Canada. Yes, and uh, that means you're number five, win. dude. You're number five. He's coming for fourth, though. <laughs> it's not good, but you know. I know, but just like. Always a beta. Yeah. I mean, you um, don't need to tell me that, you know, either. You know? So obviously pulled himself off the block. Right. And um and it was a stacked um POV. To my recollection, it was uh Josh, uh Jacelyn, um Herman, Moose, and I think also uh, Marty as well. And we know who the uh renom is. Uh yes, Tanisha. No, not T. Yep, Tanisha. She, she's my draft pick, Tanisha. Yes, she kinda, she who were the possibilities? Film. Yeah, Tanisha. Uh huh. Betty. Betty was considered. Yes, which totally goes like. So as I mentioned before, Jessica had a clearing of air with Moose and uh, Betty. And it got to the point where Jess was like, the way Jess talks versus Moose, Jess is like, attack, attack, attack. And then Moose is like, very like soft-spoken. And he, he talks fast, but he's like, very quiet. He's like, hey, you know. And then he just kind of keeps on and annoys people. It got to the point where Jessica just kept going at him. That Betty was like, maybe we should just drop it. <laughs> Betty wanted to end the conversation and the conflict. Right, Betty did. Yes, Betty did. Right, and she eventually pushes 
like Moose out of the HOH room to end the conversation. Right. Um, okay. If, if if she had put up Betty, I got to imagine that Betty would have got voted out over Moose, right? Mm, not necessarily. Maybe. Not necessarily. Would you want to keep Betty? I don't know. She's too much. Like, what's her value? As a, only as a number. And you can make Moose a number. Like, but, so. like, who's she blowing up? She's not blowing up against, like, Summer and and, and Tanisha. So, you like, if from their perspective, they're like, why are we voting her out? She's with us. And she uh, doesn't she, have any disagreements with us. She's so All the volatile. people that she's blowing up is other, other people. <laughs> Just don't tell her anything. Uh, yeah, I, I'm right now. It would be fine to keep Betty. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like in the post jury phase. Do you want Betty still in this game or not? I don't, I don't know. know if you uh, even want. Her. Like honestly, I want Betty to go as far as just before the jury. I don't want her in a jury house. Do I don't know want when the jury her. Starts uh, roughly. Like how many more weeks? Probably so, only two more weeks, right? So um, why well, he decided to put Tanisha up instead of Betty? Yeah, she. Uh, sorry, Justin. That is interesting because, like, Betty really kind of screwed things up this week, doing what she did with, with going Moose. after Moose like that. Yeah, so like, really kind of threw Jess under the bus. I understand why Jess wouldn't be happy with Betty after that, but on the other hand, Jess should have known better. Like, do you not have you not met Betty? <laughs> have you not met Betty? You've only You've been dealt with Betty before. before. Four weeks right. living in a house together, yeah. you you kind of should know how Betty would react. And this was like when when, it's, it, when this conversation was happening between Jess and Betty, I'm like, Betty's just gonna go after Moose like <laughs> in two seconds. Yeah, like I, everyone can tell. It was kind of like an Ozark, Jeff. You know when um, mm -hmm. when the, the 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 Casey gangster guy is going after what's her name, right? You know he, when he shows yeah. up in the the recent season, he's yelling at her. I'm like, uh oh, you don't know what's coming. Like. She even asked Jess, like, hey, should I do this? And the answer was, keep it in your pocket. Keep it yeah, in, put your in your pocket. pocket. Play this cool. Have and, you met Betty? Right, but yeah, Betty did, like, li Betty act literally asked Jess, should I do this? And she was like, no. No. <laughs> And, and it, it, it seemed like Betty was still wearing the same clothes. Like it looked like it was like five <laughs> minutes later. This whole thing. She's like, blew I saw up. him downstairs, and he looked at me because he, you know people look in my general direction sometimes. It just made me so mad. <laughs> Literally, what happened? Yeah, business B or B yeah. money, wherever she is. Uh, it was kind of like, you, you yeah. know who Betty reminds me. Betty is Ty from Clueless, where it's like she's just there. And then you know the moment that she gets power, she's going to throw everything back in everyone's faces. She's going to be, like, acting so superior. Like, I've surpassed you. It's like, Betty, you won one competition. Relax. Right? Mm -hmm. Betty's not going to relax. That's not what B-Money does. No. B-Money works, works hard. She works for her B-Money. Business right. B. Uh, okay, so do we have any sense of between Moose and Tynesha who might be in the most trouble? Now, um, technically, right now, could be Tanisha. I mean, probably, Why? right? Why you ask, right? Right. It's um, it's all goes back to remember I talked about this Marty's like belief that like Tanisha is this like master player. That has this side of the house with mm -hmm. like Herman and Summer, and she's like the the big brain, right? And people hearing this rumor and echoing it back to Marty. Marty's like, "Yes, I'm on the same page." So Jessica is is now kind of um, working um, their way into an alliance with um, Gino and Jacelyn, right? So a side is developing on that side of the house, and on the opposite side would be Tanisha, the Summers, et cetera, et cetera. Herman, maybe. But Herman also is kind of fed up with Summer, eh? and is like, I need to align myself with people who are willing to uh, like try to win competitions and could win. So Herman is trying to get into good graces with Gino. 
Okay. And JC Lynn. Well, Gino and JC Lynn are the most popular couple at the party, aren't they? And well, because they're from... a pair and they're they seem more solid than a lot of the other options. Like the thing about this this season is a lot of players like the Kevins would have been gone because there would be a hierarchy that is established and these people would be cannon fodder. So all the best laid plans that Kevin would have had would have been all for naught because he would have been voted out immediately, right? Because of the hierarchy. He's not part of their master plan, so he's gone. Right? Same thing with Jessica. Jessica would have been gone week one. Right. Right? Um, Kevin week two would have been gone. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, they, they were not in... They were, like... It's it is kind of been interesting to see, like especially Kevin and uh, Jess, turn their games around from how badly they were positioned early. Yeah. Um, and now they're. Well, we'll see next of... week for Jess. We'll see. Who, who we'll see. Think, yeah. We'll who do you think is time. going home? Who do you, who do you have a feeling? Um, I think Tynesha seems like she only has like three friends in the house, so I think you're probably right. Like Moose probably just has more clout with more people, and plus you can. Moose has more to offer. One, yeah. he's a bigger target, they yeah. say. Two, he can win competitions for you, if, especially if he's aligned or feels in debt to you. And he's not that smart. Yes, he's he's no. you can see his plans a mile coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Tynesha, I if I was in that house, I think I would see Tynesha as the bigger threat. Yeah. Um, between the two of them, even though Moose is maybe more of a comp threat, I think that Tynesha is somebody that I think is hard to get in with. Um, it seems like, yeah, you're right, she only has a few close allies, but I think that Tynesha's best chance to stay is probably Summer, and whether Summer is going to fight for her and Summer to get the votes. Um, the and- problem also is you cannot take Tynesha far because if in the finals she'll start talking about how she's a single mother. Mm-hmm. Right, and you don't you don't want to have those conversations in the end. Right? No, you don't. No, remember like in the last week when like uh, when Jess was or no, it wasn't Jess. Tynesha was like, "I want my letter so bad, but I also need to be in this competition." And then she lets the letter go by. I was like, "What? You think you're the only one who loves your kid, Tynesha? Like, you know, like it's." And then <laughs> and then like Summer's like, "Oh, I don't need to win this. I just grab the letter." She's like, "She doesn't have a kid, right?" It's just like. <laughs> See, that's ultimately so. Once again, if you needed that power and you see Summer do stuff like that, you would be pissed off. Yeah, I could understand why being in an alliance with her would piss me off. Yeah, because she's like more out for herself, and like, what's the point of being in an alliance? But I think Summer brings other things to an alliance, yes, not obviously. just comp wins. I think her 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 social game is important, and I think that that's sometimes what players like Herman don't value enough. Or recognize enough. Um, very true, they, Dave. Very true. You know, um, and, and that's we see where it with maybe. Jessica, because if he did value diplomacy and being able to communicate effectively, he would try harder to overcome the miscommunication with Jess. Yeah. Right. He could say, like, play coy. He doesn't have to give away his like his plans. Like Jessica, here's the book. You, you want to know who I would put up? Here's the book of my strategy for the season. Right, that's not what she's asking for. She's asking you to give her something to know that you're not coming for her, right? Uh, but that's not how he thinks either. So it's because with Herman specifically, Herman really reminds me of a lot of people I've known in my life who have this idea of what it is to be like a macho alpha kind of guy like we've established he's not that but aspires to that all right and um and he's really out of touch in a lot of other ways like important ways he's just like uh he tries to make up for maybe some shortcomings or what he thinks is like not enough uh machismo or whatever you know you want to, he's not enough like gino right so he makes up for the being more like mouthy lippy uh um aggressive at times um he was a short kid i bet he was a short kid growing oh up. yeah oh yeah <laughs> is napoleon complex i believe i would agree with you yes and so yeah like i hope tanisha stays sort of but i also don't um it's kind of weird <laughs> chances are the way my season's going 
Moose is going home. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm yeah. having the worst season, man. This worst seasons, I should say. Because I, I, I have Tynesha in the draft, but I'm not really finding Tynesha super rootable either for me. Uh, I think that a, if she becomes more of a major focus, then I think that she will. Uh, because one, it's going to be a breath of air for Summer. In in yeah. that type of... Like, if the only person talking about demand them is, is Summer, you're just not going to like that alliance at all. No, I, I think, yeah, for that alliance to work, but I don't even care. Like, if that alliance wins, succeeds or not is not really uh, critical for me. Um, yeah, okay. So we'll, we'll try to check in on Wednesday after our Survivor podcast just to kind of see how things are going, if there's any more... Uh, a thing and then we got the we got the double eviction guys coming up on thursday what do you um, think is going uh you mean well in the second part like yeah know, double. who's the biggest target who is who is the biggest person you would want to get out in a double right now like what would be the most well, it depends who you are i guess right marty yeah everyone's saying marty for sure yeah especially after how he reacted to the gino nomination right I think you would look at that and go, oh, that's that's a good guy to get out on a double because I, he won't have time to run around and make deals with Josh or whatever the heck I, he might do. Um, Canada's vote for power. You don't want Canada to grant him another power or safety. Yeah. Nope. Who, Marty? Marty? Yeah. Marty's my guy. I know, but like from a from a game plan perspective, I see right. that he won like a popularity contest and he's the older dude. Got to get him out. Yeah. Uh, I, so okay, I think Marty's a, a big choice. I think like somebody like uh, like would you use a double eviction to get up Kevin or Gino or does that make Lynn? it Kevin and Jessica make the most sense? Like if yeah. you're Summer, if let's say Summer accidentally wins one of the you know shot in the dark um, HOHs. Kevin and, and Jessica is very easy. Right. And you say we're going to backdoor someone. Yeah. Right. Or And then the noms stay the same. <laughs> let, let, let's say like, let's say Josh won the, uh, the double um, eviction HOH and Josh is in power. Who would you think Josh would target? Um, Betty. Betty, maybe. And um, who put him up? Kevin, originally? maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, Marty basically made. No, Kevin you don't want to put Ke uh, Kevin up because Marty will tell him, dissuade him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, maybe Summer and um, thing, and it will be a shot across their bow saying, "Hey, why not Gino? Not why? You. What? What? Like, why wouldn't uh, Josh put up Gino? Because they might be working together, and they he's might a big, be. He's a big shield. Yeah, and because like think about it, the Marty josh relationship like that's a that like more and more feels like a side but like i i think getting gino out before the the jury phase might be a good thing to do if you're the house right why like, why do, do you really he's a he's a comp threat the comps have been way too like like it's not been one type so far that i don't think you have to necessarily worry about that Plus, he has JC Lynn. He has, like, because they're a duo, splitting that up might be a good idea. So maybe getting her out might be a yeah, good idea. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I think that they're also kind of working together, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, lots going on. Any final thoughts, guys, before we uh, close down for tonight? Um, nope. Nope. I think right. someone's uh, people are going to be very disappointed by who's going on the double. Yeah. I might lose. If I lose both people in the double, I, uh, I won't be good. All right. Well, thanks for um, listening to us uh, talk about this week five of Big Brother Canada 10 and everything that's been playing out here on March 28th, 2022. If you didn't know, we have a, a bunch of other channels here. We have Trivial Debates, a monthly show. We are about movies, TV, sports, and a game show format. Just had a new episode yesterday with Max Duda hosting and Jamil Robinson, Jody Simpson, and Worf, son of Moke, competing. Uh, there were some great debates, including who was the best live action Batman. Uh, what was the most historic, what weapon of war in history had the most influence on, on the wars that were fought? 
uh, aside from nuclear weapons, I think was mm -hmm. the uh, was 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 the category. Uh, so some some very interesting topics and debates. Uh, definitely check out that over on Trivial Debates. Oh, uh, yeah, take that down. And then uh, what am I forgetting? Uh, also, you should check out our other channel, Live Long and Podcast. Uh, on Monday nights, we talk about Star Trek Enterprise. Um, which is uh, with Jody Simpson and Kevin Millard, and we go through each episode. Tonight we were talking about Rogue Planet, and next week we're talking about the episode Acquisition, which guest stars Jeffrey Combs and Ethan Phillips uh, as Ferengis. Uh, you want to hear us talk about Ferengis? Tune in next Monday night on Enterprise at 8, we call it. And then on Tuesday nights uh, at D Space 9 at 9-ish, Jeff Mater and uh, and the Millards and Jamil Robinson and Davin Skillhorn and myself talking about the newest episodes. Tomorrow night's episode, season five, episode 11, we're talking about the darkness and the light where major Kira's friends from the resistance uh, have been all been murdered one by one and mm. she might be next and she's got to solve the mystery of this uh, of all these deaths. Uh, so check that out, DSpace 99-ish. Plus, on Thursdays, we're often talking about the newest episode of Star Trek, not just once from 20-something years ago. Uh, this, this Thursday, it's Star Trek Picard, episode, uh, season two. I can't remember what we're, we're now up to episode five. It's going to be called Fly Me to the Moon. Um, I don't know what that means yet, but we're going to find out. Do you guys uh, like this new Gaiman? Um, I got some reservations. Okay. All right. I haven't seen an episode. Um, so we don't want to spoil anything. Uh, but it's been a very engaging season so far uh, of, of Star Trek Picard. And then we just wrapped up Star Trek Discovery season four. Not, I guess that was like last week or two weeks ago uh, with, uh, with Michael Chan, if you didn't know. He was on Discovery in a big, bad way, for, uh, often featured on this channel in a little other thing we like to do called Star Trek Radio Theater, um, which we will be doing our next rendition on April 9th. Uh, live, we'll be recording... Uh, along with Davin Skellhorn, Adam Woodward, we got Kevin Millard, uh, and all, all the great Live Long and Podcasters, including Discovery's own Michael Chan, uh, as we're doing the episode Darmok from The Next Generation's fifth season. Uh, that's uh, Darmok and Jalad at Tanaga. It's a goodie, if you didn't know. Uh, they meet a race, uh, all who speak in metaphor. Um, and uh, check out our friends' podcast. We got the Hellbound, they got the Hellbound podcast on Wednesdays. That's with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn as they talk to something horror related, or uh, they do some different horror pitches and scripts and different things over there on the Hellbound podcast every Wednesday. Check that out with them. Plus, my son, Eamon Mater, under his alias, Sam Jerka, has Let's Talk About Fighting Games with Sonic Smash Bros. Seth and Paranoia. And and others, uh, as they talk about Street Fighter and <laughs> Dragon Ball and uh, Biken and different games that they fight with or something. And then also, uh, you should check out Davin Skellhorn's podcast. He's got Locures, a track he does with Dave Pugsley, his own Star Trek channel where they do writers' room pitches and, and trivia and all kinds of different things uh, that you should definitely check out. And you got X Men: The Animated Series, X Rated, <laughs> as they've been going through and rewatching each one of those ones. Uh, with with Davin and his friend Andre, you should definitely check that out over uh, on his two channels. They're doing a, a great interview tonight with um, with one of the uh, the animators from X Men: The Animated Series, as well as a comic book artist. Uh, so check out their interview over there. And if I've forgotten anything, guys, if not, I will. Uh, we can close out. Uh, thanks for being with us, everybody, and it's exciting. We got a double eviction headed our way, and since we had uh jedson on tonight i think maybe we should go out with a jedson quote uh as he was uh in there how about a little rain kiss for good old times here we go not a little rain kiss never heard anybody the cutest man in the world be the cutest man in the world all right good night oh thank you